raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Dr. Jill Biden, going to be at Westfield High School today. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning, the First Lady. She's been doing this tour of schools, and uh, she will be uh, in Westfield today. So expect some traffic, my people. I think that's uh, uh, a pretty good uh, thing to expect, and um, be polite. Welcome. Hope you enjoy yourself. Don't forget to spend a lot of money buying lunch for your entire staff at one of the local uh, Westfield establishments. I mean, a lot of money. And then... um. Fly safe. Not everything has to be a insanity. Come visit. Have a good time. Uh, spend your money. <laughs> Go. I always thought that'd be, you know, I think that's a pretty nice way to do things, personally. <laughs> Just me? That's fine. Um, I am very focused on this story about a hotel. No, 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 no. Not the the whole Signia project, the 800 rooms where the city of Indianapolis is like, that's okay, we'll build it because Kite can't build it. Like the city knows anything about building hotels. Like they know anything about building. I'm concerned about that project because it seems like something the city is doing to help get Joe Hogsett reelected. That's what it looks like. This is a different subject, and I have questions. Conceptually, I love the idea. This is about putting in a boutique hotel. They're going to redevelop Old City Hall, 222 North Alabama Street. It's going to be a 32-story mixed-use tower. It's going to have a boutique hotel and an art museum. 190 apartments, 24 condos, 150 hotel rooms, 8,000 square feet of retail and hospitality space. So this is happening. At at first, I didn't know who was building this. This is TWG Development. And they are negotiating with 21C Museum Hotels to incorporate the brand into the project. Now, if you've never been in a 21C hotel, uh, art is their thing. The hotel itself is kind of like the art gallery. Very, very cool in concept. I, I've been to the one in, in Cincinnati. Um, love, love every part of this idea. So um, you would have this, uh, you'd have office space, you'd have a whole series of things. As somebody who has pushed for more art downtown, I am a fan here. It's so nice to see that the Hogshead administration and others are listening to the show because nobody gets to claim, well, it was our idea for an art gallery without talking about this program right here. It's been nine years. And actual supporting raising money for museums, this show and this show alone, not any other program in Indianapolis, this raising money for the arts If there's another one, I'll gladly give them credit. I will give them credit where it's due, and I'll tell you to go listen to them. What's interesting about this deal is that according to the reporting from the IBJ, the Indianapolis Business Journal, 
TWG, who is going to, to build this project, has agreed to set aside 10 apartment units as low-income housing. And that's where I stopped. I don't have a specific opposition. What I have right now are a lot of questions, and I'll take anybody from the city county council, anybody from the mayor's office, anybody anywhere who could explain to me how this works. Don't give me the why Indianapolis needs it. I'm not interested in your narrative insanity. I want to understand how it works. What does it mean to have amongst all these things 10 low-income housing units. How does that relate to how things are paid? How does that relate to a tax-based conversation? How does that make any project uh, work? Do you need those things in order to be able to get funding? Do you, are those things a a concession to the city for being able to get the project to, to begin with? Is it or is it not a payoff? I just want answers. I'm not being accusatory. I want answers. I want to understand how this comes together. What does it mean to have 10 apartment units as low-income housing? And what does low-income mean? And who gets to apply for them? And what other considerations are given when somebody gets to rent these apartments? Does it matter the job they have? Does it matter uh, um, what they get paid? Well, it's got to matter, but to, to what level? Is skin color a part of this? I'm looking for answers. Because I, I, I want to understand. It, you, you, we need data. So if somebody has it, I'll take it. But, uh, but don't uh, give me the, here's why we need more of this in Indianapolis. I don't want your narrative garbage. You bore me. I want to understand how this comes to be. And why 10? Or maybe better said, why only 10? If you've got answers, man, uh Tony at TonyCats.com. I'd love to have him. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.